This episode of the Commoners of D&D is brought to you by Tiger Skull RPG. Tiger Skull RPG offers monthly 3D printable miniatures complete with 5e stats, digital illustrations, and loot cards. Everything you need for fully realized NPC encounters. Tiger Skull RPG is creating true print and play collectibles so you can hop right into your RPG with the latest figure. Check it out at TigerSkullRPG.com and Patreon.com slash TigerSkullRPG where you can get started for as low as $1 a month. Did that make sense? Was that a cool title? Yeah. Sounds cool to me. Thank goodness. At least she's getting that out of the way early. I swear it only happens when y'all come over. Someone's phone must try to hook up yeah, to it or something. Yeah, it's gotta be. All right, here we go. Mine's on airplane mode. Bluetooth turned off, so. But I hear it all the time. I say you're listening. Yeah, okay. Here we go. You're listening to Say It in Common, where we talk about it all, not just Dungeons and Dragons. I'm AJ Cannon. Seth Templin. Tyrell Merle. Anthony Tate. And this is Dustin here, and I play Gillard. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. First time on on the... Long time listener, first time speaker. Yeah. Twice time player. Yeah, for all you out there who are really, you have some lofty goals. You know, you could be on an episode of the Commoners of D&D. It turns out if you've known Seth for years, he just invites you. I invite so many people. Or not not even, yeah. Seth's just just like, hey, uh, by the way, tonight uh, somebody's coming over. (laughs) So true. Never never played before. Okay. I I told Dexter this past week, this will be on the next episode though, but I was just like, hey, you want to come play? I was like, no, no, my producer's going to hate me. I was like, wait, Cameron might not be coming, so you can come. (laughs) (laughs) Seth's motto is, I have seven people, eight's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if we have to share mics, that's fine. I just love no. people playing this game. Well, anyway, we're uh, going into keep it, keeping it common here on episode 12 when me and Tyrell weren't here, so one of y'all take it away that we're here. Usually you have all the questions, AJ. Well, I might ask something, but okay. Seth just... Or does okay, this was extremely way. fun because... I am very laid back DM. Like, I don't plan a lot of stuff beforehand because I don't know where my players are going to take me. I don't know where they're going to go. And I don't want to, like, come up with an awesome plan. And this is a lot of... uh, A lot of people have kind of given this advice that I looked into when I was creating my first homebrew world is do not go into major detail and do not write too much because you're going to get disappointed when your players fly past a town that you worked really hard on and think it's super cool and they don't care anything about it. So I'm, I try to go week by week. What are we doing? What do we need this week? What's going on? Wait till we get there and then yeah. go into detail. Yeah. Gosh, that's good. I do try to, like, I, I th- like during the week I'll think, okay, they're going to be here and I don't expect them to leave this place, so what aspects do I need to bring in? Now we're at a place and we're going to be here for a good while. This is going to be a good chunk of time. Uh, and Dustin decided he was gonna, I texted him just randomly. I was like, Hey, I want you to create a player. And I didn't even know if he's going to come play. I was just like, I want you to create a warden for me to be in charge of the, of the group. And maybe if you get to come play it, that's cool. If not, I just want you to create this thing. He went above and beyond, created the entire 
force of people that work there. He found an amazing map for us to use and then customized it even more. A real prison, yeah. a real prison called the Turtle. My real prison model is where y'all are at. So it's really? it's legit. Like if this like this could be a prison somewhere. I don't know it, if it is, but I was actually looking up prison blueprints. Wow. I wanted it to be an actual place that would actually house people against their will. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Seth was just like, create a character. So I was like, screw that. I was like, what do you have prepared for this place? And he said, nothing. So I changed <laughs> all that. And I think I turned y'all's one episode of the Academy into... It would have been upwards to three. Yeah. Now we're looking probably at, well, based on the next episode that we're going to talk about, it might be a lot longer than I expected. Oh, but, but yeah, it's gonna. We're gonna be here a while longer. Anyway, so how do you how do you know how do you know Dustin? Like we went to college together. Yeah, I know. But like, what? How did this whole thing? Did, you, did y'all play D and D in college together? No. Nope. Nope. In fact, I got into D and D during college, and I think we were friends at the time. And I was I going refused, every Monday. He I didn't ref- even tell me he played. I know I didn't play. I refused to play, and my exact answer to him was Seth. I have too many things distracting me in college already. I know I like D&D, and I can't play with you. I would <laughs> literally, we, we were really bad for each other during college. Yeah. Like, both of us dropped out because we'd play yeah, video games till 3 a.m., and then he would sleep we through his alarm. OG Skyrim speedruns before mm-hmm. all the exploits. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, we played a lot of video games. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He's the reason I jumped on Team PlayStation, actually. I had an Xbox 360 going into Team college. PlayStation. And then jumped Still waiting over to on PlayStation. that release price. Xbox One X. We'll get that later. Yep, on the console later. Anyway, more about the campaign. I'll say from a player's perspective, uh, perspective um, to have you two gone, AJ and Tyrell, um, I mean, that kind of fed into the whole energy of us going into a prison because usually Buck plays off of Quincy. And, I mean, maybe Quincy plays off of Buck. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. But, like, I didn't have that. So it was just, it was... It was it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> so I was just like, well, I got nobody to have these little, you, you know, fake arguments with. So I, I'm, I was more somber as a player. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I de- I, so I've watched, I've listened, I've listened to all the episodes, listened to some of the uh, Sant commas, most of the beginning. So I wanted to hear anything like they had to say behind the behind the scenes. You definitely in episode in the episode twelve became the de facto leader, and if that wasn't more present than Rath saying, "Go ahead and take him the map, the map, who cares?" Yeah, yeah. It's like God. God At I that point, that was, like I w- that was me. Like okay. This is a good opportunity. This is part of Kyle's backstory. I will give him a line. Like I'm, right. I'm gonna focus on him. The the dark specter is gonna be speaking to him, and it's gonna be through him. Nah, just go on over there. That yeah, other just guy. hand that to little Buck over there. Yeah, he's he's who you need to talk to. Yeah, he's, he's the, the man with the plan. And I was just like, okay, no, not at all. Was, oh god, he's just a loose cannon. Yeah. It's oh, hilarious. Man. Oh man, he's... I love that he's stepping into the role playing aspect of yes. the game finally. Yeah. yeah, as just a, it's like he's got a screw loose half the time. It's yeah. hilarious. Oh, that's just Kyle. Yeah, yeah I know. I, but I, it's I, great, I talked great to him thing. about that last time I talked to him. I was like, look. I was like, I, I know you're a new player, and I love that that just that honest energy you bring to your character because, from my experience playing D and D, that that gets trained out of you. You know, once you kick open enough doors or or open enough chests, mm-hmm. and you're not you're not 
you know, covering all your bases, you get blown up or your arm gets ripped off by something, and you you soon learn, you know, you don't just you don't you don't run play recklessly, and he's still in that reckless stage, and yeah, it's it's a load of fun. It's like that. going into the first village in Skyrim just to see if you could kill everything. Yeah, every guard. Yeah, <laughs> and you, then realize, you find out you ruined a whole bunch of quest lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. Thanks, Seth. Well, as as uncomfortable as y'all may have been, I guarantee you weren't as uncomfortable as me, who is behind the wheel of a van (laughs) in another state, and me and Tyrell are trying to figure out what's going on over here. And I'm just making sure y'all hit the right buttons and stay close to your microphones, airplane mode your phones. So many edits. Yeah, at, yeah, there was a lot of it. It did seem like the game for some reason broke down a lot without you here, mm-hmm. and I don't think I get like I don't think while we're playing you're trying to keep the game going. I don't think you're like stopping people from chatting. I just it seemed like it was a lot yeah. more chatty. It, it didn't listen that way. Take, did it not? I just assumed that when you said there was 19 edits that you had to do for it. People are afraid of you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Bring the hammer down. I don't know. There was a lot, it, some of it was uncontrollable edits, and some of it was just a break where y'all are. I, I feel partially responsible as a new person. I was probably talking a lot because I was trying to like, I was trying to be helpful to the new. Right. Players. Well, I don't. I don't edit anybody talking. Like if right. it's if it's talking about the game, right. It all stays in oh, there. Well, if, but if, if it's just like in... blank space where somebody's looking something up, or oh, yeah. y'all stop because somebody's opening a door, somebody's got to go to the bathroom. I mean, all that crap gets cut out. Yeah. But. I mean, if it if there's actual talking like how something works, like people can learn from that. Right. Like if we're learning something in game, people listening might be learning something too. So I leave all that in there. I mean, I I, I cut as little as possible because it's a hassle. Right. Which I will say, Dustin was the perfect fill in for um, Tyrell not being there because <laughs> both of them are walking encyclopedias <laughs> of everything D and D. Yeah, I've, I've now that I've I've played two. We're, we're talking about episode twelve, but I played two now. Now that I played two, I realized I overloaded Seth with information. He was just that sitting was, there. That was a that was a part of the problem. The first episode, I, I might have been like a b- bunch of those pauses because I was I hadn't gotten in as much into the depth of I didn't understand how everything you worked. Spoiled yet. me. I, I let you do too much. They're walking in the academy. And Seth's like, "What's your character's name? Yeah, Warden who? Warden who? I was like. That's it. Uh, Warden Gillard. <laughs> Everyone, I just look at everyone's face. I'll be seeing you all later. <laughs> yeah. It's it, all was, right. it was fun. I, I don't know. I, I hope I didn't overload you, Seth. I just, I had a lot of ton of fun creating it. And I oh, appreciate yeah, was... the, the experience. When they, were, when they were telling me where to sit, they were like, uh, you can just sit next to Seth because apparently it doesn't matter if you see everything. I was like, if there's something that I can't see, we're probably in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it all memorized anyway. Yeah. Tyrell, do you have any questions since you weren't here? I mean, we ha- we talked about it a little bit. But. Um, what about the Chimera? Chimera was my idea, actually, because I wanted... Like, a big part of the whole thing is we do want to put fear into you guys. And AJ actually just mentioned this later. He's like, at the end of this, we're not going to be afraid to die because they're going to bring us back so many it's times. It's like Navy SEAL training. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... That's not really the point, but it all comes down to like they are, they don't know that y'all work for the Inkling or that y'all are like a part of the Inkling. They see you as strong uh, 
people who are being forced to serve the empire now. So they're going to make you into whatever you can be, the best that you can be to serve the empire. Right. So like they are trying to keep you alive. They're trying to keep you alive, but uh, they're also not going to take it easy on you because they don't care about you. Right. That Yeah, that was one of the concerns people got up. I think actually mentioned to me while we were playing, it's like, you said one thing, but you did another. It's like, I mean, I didn't feel that way in the moment because you don't let tools die. You don't let, like, you know, it's like, you don't, you don't let your tools, like, you don't throw your rust. hammer out in the rain. Right. right. You yeah. don't, yeah. You don't let them like, you know, just, you don't just abuse them. Um, but once they're broken or, you know, or if they're not no longer a useful tool, you do, you do throw them out. And that was kind of the, the mentality of the, of the entire Academy. And that was just where, where I was uh, coming from when I uh, made one of my, my speeches that was all ad-libbed because thought about that stuff. I have like a two hour drive to get here. I think about, okay, what am I going to say? Like the whole way here. And I get here and it's like, I don't remember. I'll just say something. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, you want to say anything? I'll figure it out. I'll just, just if, I, if I'm not, if I can't embrace the spirit of my character and without any preparation, then, then what kind of a player am I? Right. We met a couple other wardens. We met Bryce Overhill real quick. Uh, yeah, he's a little one, right? He's yeah. a little one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, creating the wardens was a lot of fun. I wanted to have them all like to feel different. I think th- I I I hope I'm making them seem different. Oh yeah, yeah, you're doing a good uh, job. We met Victoria for just a second. We'll talk more about her in the episode ne- twelve the, talk. But yeah. next, no talk. Yeah, next, uh, next session. Or episode thirteen. Yeah. But the Chimera was just, I wanted a cool, uh, bo- or classic like, cla- monster. Yeah, classic monster. I, the I thought they'd we, win. Really thought they would. The other one we talked about was a troll because they can regenerate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that'd be a good creature for a, an institution to use to train up their people. And I thought about this after the, like, um, during the week after the, after the game. And technically they did win. Because Darren was still alive. Mm-hmm. They actually won. They would have been awarded experience. They beat the creature because it fleed. It they Darren would have could have killed it if, if it actually hadn't have left if the arena. Oh man. Yeah, I man. Darren. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it. He was just doing doing stuff and they were surrounding it. He could have got sneak attack. Darren is very new. Darren is yeah. the newest player to the game. Kyle's played a few games, but him and Darren, yeah. they're both new. Darren just blows me away with how clever he is with the role-playing aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't understand his spells, but he uses... I gave him the cards that none of y'all use. Losers. (laughs) (laughs) But he reads those cards, and he, like, he takes that into his role-playing and, like, really works on that. Like, no way... Like, I created a Barbarian the first time I played 5th Edition. Like, and I loved it. But there's no way I could have even went with a... Trickster? A, a trickster rogue and done what he's doing. Like he's thinking, okay, let's make a silent image and we're gonna we're gonna make it the Duke. Where did that come from in his head? That was awesome. <laughs> but he doesn't understand how the spell works. Like if he would have put the image right in front of the Chimera, it would have drawn away stuff, but he was using it to hide behind. Mm-hmm. Which is another great use of uh of silent image. Make it a box or a barrel on yourself and get sneak attack advantage or something. But he doesn't understand all that and hopefully he will, but his role playing is just so good. Oh man, like he he's into it. It's it, it, the thing is like just 
anybody can look over at Darren when we're in like a combat setting and see the gears turning. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's just staring he's, at his sheet. He <laughs> is a rogue in mind right yeah. now because I mean, you can look over at him and he's just like, you know, he's got his hand over his mouth. He's he's looking at his character sheet and he's just like, all right. How can I blow some minds right now? You know? one, one of these days, he's going to do something and save everybody's butt. Or oh do, do something incredible. His, his ability to survive combat better than Tyrell is proof of that. This is too... <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, too, is he's... He's playing like a rogue. Like, he's yeah, the last he man alive. Always. And that's exactly how a rogue would be. He is, right. like... The the downside to, to the both his class and his character is the environment that he's found himself in. You don't want to be a rogue alone in a pit where there's nothing but you and your wits. He has nothing he can hide behind. He has nothing he can take advantage of his best feature, which for the rogue is a sneak attack, unless he has people around. And like I said, I think that just comes down to... Just he's a, he's a new player, so he's still like he's still figuring a lot of it out. So. I think that there's on the next episode what we'll talk about. I think he figured some stuff out though. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I got here Saturday, were y'all like teaching the game in here? <laughs> because you were staying over there with Kyle for a long time, like looking at his character. Tate was sheet. teaching the game oh, to Kyle. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It, it looked is, like training camp. It's like I wanted I wanted Kyle to know what he was looking at, not just like kind of guess and. You know, I wanted him to, you know, to to have more insight now that he's played his character. Because for me, experience is the best teacher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you if you teach me something and then I do it, I'm gonna screw up. You know, like six ways to Sunday. All right, but then you know, I mess around with it. I I fail at doing it or I fall short, and then you come in and tell me all these places where I could improve or you, you rehash that information. I get it. I cl- right. You know, it clicks. A lot of people rank monk as one of the easiest classes to play. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Like no. those, those key points, you have a lot of options to do with monk, those key points. I did a, I was working on the, uh, the dark Knight and then the oath of the Dragonite that I texted you about a while back when I was doing that, I wanted a clear concept of what all the classes gain just in far, as far as sheer number. And when you break down every single skill, the monk have, monks have the most, like just raw number of skills, uh, as, as opposed to every other class except for Barbarian was a close second. I think I think the monk had like eighteen individual skills that you have to maintain by twentieth level, whereas the barbarian had fourteen, and a fighter had like I think thirteen, and that that doesn't account for feats because other than the fighter and. One other class that I can't remember, everyone gets the same number of feats with those two exceptions. Yeah. I think what it is, is like it, it goes this way with any character. You start at level one, by the time you're level five, you don't like if you start a character at level five, you're confused. Mm-hmm. If you start a character at level one, you gain all those things I, and you learn it. And I think with Monk, it's really easy starting out because, like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna punch it and I'm gonna punch it again, pre, and then that's my turn. Pre level five, monks are really powerful, they're considered yeah. very, very powerful mm-hmm. as opposed to the other classes. Um, but I mean, it, ta- I it takes. I don't know. I see get... that in our one v ones. Well, yeah, my monk was really bad. Well, also it wasn't my fault. I rolled horrible, <laughs> and you got initiative, and you ran up on me. When do you when do you get key as a monk? Second level. The second, second level? level. I was gonna say at least you know, you know, you, at level one you don't have to worry about key. Then after that, you can't do anything wild and crazy till level four or five. So mm. you, you kind of level up with it, and learn it before. Yep. My, 
I've always wanted to do. If I ever DM, it's going to be a homebrew because I don't I don't like modules. I'm not going to learn. I'm not going to take time to learn a full module. I've always been a homebrew guy. Um, but yeah, so and I I have no fear of a powerful character. I would give I would give people like a level one feat if that's what everybody wanted. Just know the more powerful I make you, I will threaten your life on a constant occasion. I just I think that makes it more fun. I've always preferred level three because you know, the characters aren't too powerful. They don't get that feat, that level four feat yet. But man, level one, 10 hit points. I'm really surprised Seth didn't accidentally kill you with chickens. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Level zero. Yeah, level zero with chickens. I mean, that, that, that's technically a threat against y'all because they're also level zero. Yeah, I think I had like. I don't think the chickens had attacks. No, Do they not have a peck or something? Oh, okay. Well, so I'll, I'll look at level zero creatures. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. I, what I'm afraid is Seth keeps talking about how powerful we're, we're going to be and that we are and stuff, and I'm afraid you're going to give us something we can't handle. You already I did with those, dang, with those dang Wendigos. Yeah. Y'all beat the Wendigos, yeah. though. <laughs> what? Y'all beat the Wendigos. That was a close fight. Yeah. We, I, we would, I think we should have died. That was definitely supposed to be Y'all should one. not have lost to the Chimera, though. That was a CR6 creature, and there was five, of five players that were all level five. That shouldn't have lost to that. Darren, though, didn't attack once. But, right, Darren didn't attack one time. So, every one, one of them would have been. Right. Oh, wait, five players. Well, that's usually pretty close. It was you, Kyle, Darren, Cameron. Cameron. Oh, was it just four? Oh, was it just four? So there was three. So that yeah. that makes it a lot closer. I mean, there were there were three big boys right up in its face. Right. Well, CR is, is based off a party of four, isn't it? Like if you say something to CR level four, CR is not. CR is very inconsistent. Okay. Well, I thought it usually averaged out. Like when I've done the calculators and stuff, usually if you put like a CR four creature against four level fours, it's usually like that's a fair. Mm -hmm. It, it depends. Fair to dangerous. They've got like minion class CR threes that are super weak, and a, a, you could a player could easily one on one that thing. But then you have what's like more of like a boss class CR, and there's no way a player would survive a one v one. So you right. really just got to watch your monster stat blocks. Um, kind of give I, and take. I yeah. didn't think monsters got really legendary actions until at least CR eight to ten. But I was looking at the unicorn, and they get legendary actions at five. Now, why a good party would be fighting a unicorn is beyond me, but they get legendary actions as quickly as five. A, a CR5 unicorn would tear up, y'all, would tear you guys up just because of legendary actions alone. Wow. They'd just be healing themselves. I can't wait to bring legendary actions into the uh, No, because it makes the, it confusing. The mechanic you introduce early on. Yeah. No, I, that's that's just for early thing. I won't right. do that. No, that no was I know. I'm just saying cool. it was I thought you might use that more. I mean, that was great, I think. It's good for low level, but it's, when stuff gets that's it's just dangerous against. Once things get stuff. legendary uh, actions and stuff, they get all they get mo turns whenever they yeah. want, pretty right. much. Uh, yeah, they get like three per turn yeah, that you like can put their, any point. Yeah, at any I was, point. Like th that yeah. one thing, it was a twenty, fifteen, ten, five. It was set. Right. Those, if I see an opening, I can oh. Yeah. It's going to do this. It's legendary actions will change stuff That's up. You'll, it'll be exciting. For the most part, you don't see legendary actions below, I want to say 8 to 10. Uh, definitely 10. You'll start seeing them, but not not a lot before 10. I was surprised seeing the uh, the unicorn with legendary actions. We got anything else campaign? We, we jump way away from the campaign. Well, we always do. But. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if y'all just want to go over the the song thing real quick, and then we yeah, can go to everything else. Yeah, do that. So, yeah, what, I haven't even bonus heard about segment. This. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> so, yeah, bonus. So, this I wanted to, to introduce something since I was here, because it's something I've, I've been thinking about a couple of times. 
Okay, it's what me and you did for one of our old campaigns. Mm-hmm. If, if what song most accurately represents each character as as where they stand right now in the campaign? And I went ahead and picked songs, but for the people who are here today, and I guess Seth can rule for the players who don't or who aren't here to represent themselves, uh, and just see if I if I was if, if they if they agree with me or maybe if they have their own song. And uh, I guess I'll just start with the what I have at the top of the list, which would be Buck. For Buck. I figured it'd be Count on Me by Bruno Mars. Mm. And I listened to all these songs when I made it, but for the life of me, I cannot think of some which, of the lyrics right which now. Which one is that? It's not Catch a Grenade. It's because if it's not, yeah, it's not that one. I, I honestly can't even remember the tune now. But when <laughs> I, I was listening to songs, Count on Me. Originally? Is that the You Can Count on Me Like One? Two, yep, that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Gotcha. Catch a Grenade also works for Buck as well, in my opinion, now that I think about it. Because I've I, I always saw, originally, I had Hero for Buck. I was like, Hero by Skillet? Skillet? Oh. Okay. Oh, see, I was thinking. Yeah, I thought he was gonna go. I was, I need a hero. I, that's what yeah. the one I was thinking of, that's and I was what, gonna be like, "Yeah." That was my original one for Buck, but he's so resistant to that name, and I ended up just going with a hero-based no, song for be, the party. It would be perfect. No, I know. I, know, I mean, I, know, I mean, but, he would absolutely hate it. But he's not technically a hero yet, and he's so resistant to the thing. I just feel like, you know, and and also, like I said, I went with a hero th- song for the full party that I'll get to last. So I just I was like, you can't do a hero song for Buck and the party. So I decided to break yeah. it up. Yeah. Buck and is then, very can't, like yeah. Maybe Quin- you can count on him. Quincy's was easy. I came up with this one. This was the first one I actually thought of when I started the list. Uh, hold on, hold on. Preliminary guess. You'd never guess it. Piano Man. No. <laughs> Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machines. Yeah. Okay. okay. I feel like at this point Quincy is killing in the name of his love interest, whose name I don't remember. Burgett. Burgett, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's where he's at right now, oh, dealing quick, with his rage. Quick, quick jump in. You can create a D and D name by taking a normal name and swapping some of the letters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Bridget if you swap the R and I. Mm-hmm. Bridget. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so um, I guess uh, moving next down the list for Tyrell, I picked this one just because of a couple of y'all's combat sessions up to this point. Bodies by Drowning Pool. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Tyrell is the only character today that has decapitated someone and not suffered from it. You've all dropped people, but Tyrell is a stone Wait, cold is killer. Is that the, the bodies? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was a joke that he hits the floor the most. Yeah, uh, I mean, his friend's body also hits the floor. Yeah. I mean, Tyrell's characters hit the floor more than anyone. Anyone else? You know. So since you guys are here to defend your characters, any like suggestions or changes that you would recommend for your no, that's perfect. up to this point? I, I, mean, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There are a couple other Rage songs that definitely work with Quincy. I just liked Killing in the Name for yeah, this point. That, yeah, no, that's perfect. I don't think he's gotten past where he is and his like loss. Uh, so for, for the players who aren't here today, for uh, Erst, Cameron's character, uh, I struggled a lot with this one. I finally settled on Alone Together by Fall Out Boy. I felt like that mm. was him. He he's with him. a party. I know that one. He is with a party, but he I feel like he always feels like he's. And I think there's a lot from what I remember. Like I said, all the lyrics. I should have listened to these on the way up here just to get a refresher. But I, I didn't. I didn't think well, it's it. got a lot of depth to it. Being alone, like yeah. he's 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 with only, y'all, but he's a stranger. But he's also like the only one who has connections to this evil organization. Yeah. You know, and also it works because he's a warlock. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Alone yeah. together. Yeah, that actually works for yeah. you. Know? Um, for Rask, 
It took me a while to find this one, but it definitely made sense, and that's Kyle's character. Uh, Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. Okay. I think that was very solid. <laughs> a little new know. metal. Yeah. I mean, if he at the very least, he's breaking a thing, other people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually told Darren his song uh, for Oren uh, when we played last. And I don't I don't know if he just didn't know the song or maybe maybe he does disagree with me. I just he hasn't been around long enough for me to really have anything. Somewhere. So I went rainbow. with all that I've got by the used. <laughs> because all he has is yeah. his belongings because he's from he's a survivor of mm-hmm. the glistening yeah. thing. I thought that was that was yeah. the best I come up with. I'm hoping to maybe home in on him a little better less as the campaign goes on as long as he's able to be there. You know, that also gives it a, a little more emotional depth that I think he was trying to convey right. that I don't think we were I'm gonna be honest, I don't think we were open to. In the campaign. Y'all been rough on Darren. We have. Wow. <laughs> just in the last episode, the one that we didn't talk well, about today. Well, that's I just role play. Been, well, we were also we were also rough with him after bad. the after the melee after the, uh, because because yeah. he killed Panda and killed Panda. That's my and that brings me to my last character on the list, Twinel De Salvatore. Oh, wow. My heart will go on by Celine Dion <laughs> after after watching Panda's she death. She loves that song. Uh, I thought that that was the perfect song for her character. That's great. You got some for the NPCs too. Yeah. I I, no, no, not NPCs. I just made I did two more songs. What would what song represents the party? And for this one, I chose Heroes by Zade Wolf. It's a band that I really like. And if you haven't heard it, I think it's a really good song. I think it, 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 it it's, it's a song that represents what y'all are working to become. And then finally, in the uh, in the uh, uh, just to give an um, an amen to Rudy. I picked a song for the campaign, Seth, and I picked Land of Confusion by Disturbed to represent <laughs> Palexia. <Okay>. So. <laughs> I have a song, actually, that I've, I don't think I've ever told anyone, but it's, I have a song that I consider the song of the campaign, yeah, and nice. it's To Leave Something Behind by Sean Rowe. I don't know half the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's very, it's, it's a very slow, it's just, I would recommend you listen to it. It's, just, it's good. Yeah. So we, are we going to turn that into the commoner Spotify playlist? <laughs> hey, we made one for. We did that. It was it was actually like he didn't require it, but we kind of all we did it. Did it on our own, yeah. And it, you learn a lot about your character and kind of what other people want from yeah. their characters. That's it's true. it's a yeah. blast. Spotify yeah. it's free. Like English, uh, well, I think you do have to have. Can you create yeah, a? You can create a free account and listen. Okay. You just have commercials. Yeah, yeah. I, I pay for the free one because. That's you the pay only for way the free to use one? it. No, I, I sorry, I pay for the premium one. It's the only way to use your phone. Your phone becomes a lot like um, what's the other radio app? Uh, Pandora. Yeah. Spotify turns into Pandora if you're using it for free. It just says you want to listen to uh, you want to listen to uh, yeah you want to listen to something. Well, here's something that sounds similar, and yeah. I don't really care for that. So I, I pay for it, and I, I don't mind the cost. But I, the free version is great, and it works. Brought to it, you by Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, possibly you're listening on Spotify. Hey, they, That's a large portion of our Spotify listeners. Spotify is doing really well. They just bought um, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's podcast, all of them. And so million. it's exclusively Spotify now. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm guessing that's what's going to happen. I don't really know what the. I know they're going to have them. I don't know what that means for the platforms they're already on. Yeah. But yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. That's cool, man. All right. Moving on. What is the thing that you always talk about when you talk about the technical side of things? Oh, uh, Beyond Common. Beyond Common, real quick. Guys, AJ Cannon is a beast and works entirely too hard. You say this every episode. Well, it's friggin' true because this episode that we're talking about right here, he came the night before the campaign because he was leaving early that next morning. 
and he set everything up for me and like just went over and told me exactly how to do everything like we're in just the living room and he has probably 30 pieces of equipment that he has to touch to get going <laughs> and so he left it all here he's i have dogs that he 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 trusted me to keep it safe for the full week he was gone and i i mean he said he had to edit our stuff a whole lot but and and yeah, might have if I was here too. Yeah. And there was one other thing. He called the day we were going to play while me and Seth were uh, out doing something else before that before the game that day, episode twelve, saying I forgot something. Give me a call when you can, and we'll get it handled before the game. <laughs> and for that, he had to go stand on a mountain or something to get service. So I figured out. Yep. <laughs> I made a joke. Like he told me the night before, he's like, "All right, you're gonna have to press the asterisk button to get it going, and then when you want to stop, you press the space bar." So I like. I would tell him after that completely, okay, hit the asterisk button, followed immediately by the space bar. I knew what I was supposed to do, but like it was a joke just to like give him a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. But anyway, like 30 minutes in, we thought we were getting started, and then something happened, and we didn't get started. So I hit the space bar thinking, okay, that I'm going to stop it, try to help him out on editing because we're about to restart, and I wanted us to get around. Hit the space bar again because I thought, well, that's just how... So I thought the asterisk was the overall start, and p- the space bar was like a DVD player thing, pause, no, play. No. So it started running again, but the screen was gray and i was like oh god i don't think it's right i don't think it's right so then i did just hit asterisk and start doing it again but then it's like is it recording over itself what i didn't know so i was really terrified did you call me then yeah. no you just I let just, it roll yeah and for what that aj Con- cannon is beyond common he is beyond common he doesn't belong with the commoners of D because he is beyond common he is extraordinary uncommon whatever you say super common and just like Seth messed with AJ the day before preparation, we messed with Seth, and we made jokes about how we're going to give this to AJ, and there's going to be no audio. That was Seth's greatest Cameron fear. was terrified. He's like, just play it. And I was like, I don't know how to play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to listen to it so bad just to see if make sure it was oh, recorded. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how. I ain't going to mess with it. Yeah, you wouldn't I have I saved heard it anything. on there twice. I made a soft copy, and then I made a hard copy for him just like as a backup. It's great. No, y'all did, y'all did really good, and the sound was equally as good as anything else. It was not, no problems at all. It was good. Good. Anywho. That's beyond common. So, yesterday, my wife just tells me at ran like, 8 o'clock before we're getting ready to go to bed, something happened. She's like, on top of all this bad stuff that's happened, we lost a member of the family today. Talking to me, I was like, okay, what are you talking about? The dogs destroyed your pillow. I have had this pillow for legit, I think, 12 years. Is it that long one with the red pillow case? Oh, no. I've had this pillow. pillow. (laughs) I've had this pillow for 12 years. It is very thin. I like it thin. It it's not got that microfiber stuff. It's a body pillow, but it's not got that like crappy little mesh microfiber stuff. It's got some kind of a, a cottony cloth or something in there. I don't know. It's just wonderful. And she told me that she took it down to our chicken house incinerator and burned it because she knew I would be mad if I, if she tried to throw it away. So I get tired around 11 o'clock. I watch some Netflix and I, I 11 o'clock comes around. I'm like, okay, I got to go to bed. I laid in bed, tossing and turning, trying different pillows. She has 18 in there. I tried like every one of them for two hours till one o'clock in the morning. And I just cannot sleep like wide awake because I missed my pillow and just all these other pillows are uncomfortable. 
And finally, like, I'm just kind of groaning about it. And she's like, what is your problem? I was like, you burned my pillow and now I can't sleep. She's like, it's behind the hot water heater. Oh, my <laughs> She God. didn't. Get, I was going to say, why, why did she get rid of it anyway? <laughs> the dogs did tear out a bunch of the stuff. Oh, oh yeah. The dogs I've got to resew it. So, like, I go back in there and, like, some of it is sticking out. I just shove it back in there and go to bed and fall asleep immediately. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That thing's your binky. It's my binky, apparently. <laughs> I've had that thing. I went to college with that thing. Like... I, my dad, I got it from my dad. He had some surgery and he had to have it to sleep on his side or something because of a surgery. And then he gave it to me and I've had that thing forever. And I cannot stand any other pillow anywhere besides this pillow. And I don't know what I'm going to do when one of these days I do have to throw it away because it's going <laughs> to no, be bad. I mean, I'm with you. The pillow's like the most important part. I'm, I, I went through, I went through so many pillows. I had one. I can't remember what kind it was i had it and it was fine and now it, it got wore out or i tore it up or spilled something on it or something got a new pillow can't could never find one that, that would suffice i've been through memory foam pillows everything finally i got the it's the back cushion off of an old couch oh. that was in my grandparents house when my mom was a kid yes it oh. is like it's really it's it's Perfectly firm but plush uh-huh. yeah and it's just I, I took it the first time I used it I took it camping because I always have problems like sleeping on the ground and like I want my head up uh-huh. and I use like man this is great I'm just gonna use it all the time okay. and it's it's on my bed that's what I use for my pillow now <laughs> and I've bought other pillows and nothing works nope. so basically it keeps my head cool I mean it's got the perfect amount of fluff the perfect amount of wear the perfect amount of like fart dust in it yeah you know? and it's just big enough that you know like I can I can like hug it and still have my head on it. Oh, it's almost man. like a body pillow size. It's great. Before I woke her up, I was literally like just Googling what, trying to th- figure out what was in this pillow because I don't want to buy another microfiber pillow because those are uncomfortable. I find this article just talking about all the different kind of downs and stuff that go. There is one apparently that's like a bean husk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. Yep. It looked super awesome. Like it's it. You come out with the little the little white balls. No, in they're it? like black. They're, it's oh, black okay. husks of some kind of a bean. Oh, okay. And they're oh, like an actual bean. Yeah, it's an yeah. actual bean. Not husk. just a circle. No, no, actual bean husk. Hmm. And like it sounded pretty awesome. They're like one of the flaws is it will make a shifting sound because it's just all bunch of them in there. It sounds like, a like bean it'll bag. keep you cool though. It doesn't <laughs> keep heat. And it kind of is, it's pretty firm when you lay down. I I have a pillow at my house that my wife will not let me turn around so that she can see inside the pillowcase because I've had it for so long and I've drooled on it so much. It's, it's brown, it's orange, it's, it's, there is no white on this pillow at all. (laughs) And she will not stand to look at it. You got to double bag that thing. Just come from both ends. Uh, listen, no, ain't happening. It is. Just it's, give it a bleach it's just, bath. It's perfect the way that it is. If I bleach it, all it's gonna do is get all the you know, out of it, huh? I wash my pillow. Like I do, but I'm afraid to wash it. That's my problem. <laughs> Here's I a mean, good. No, keep going. Sorry, it's probably not sanitary. Like there's probably <laughs> some leg pillow. <laughs> do what? My old roommate. <laughs> Yeah, he had a pillow that he just slept with between his legs. And if anyone ever asked for a pillow, that's the one he would give oh, oh. we, <laughs> we tormented him about that so much that he finally just threw it away. Oh. It was his Boys. don't keep his knees together, not in a good spot for a guy. You don't want to share it with others pillow. Yeah. Yeah. We, had a, we had a nice name for it. 
Did I say that name? I don't remember the name. It was a nut pillow. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I was going to say, to add to your common life, me and Tyrell, the place we stayed coming back from the mission trip, not clean. No. You know how normally (laughs) we get like a a sick condo or like a cabin up there in Tennessee? We we got one. It was kind of last minute, I guess, and not near what, what we normally stay in. It was not like the a, standard to these yeah. public servants. No, it was still a condo. Oh, be humble, sir. Come <laughs> no. on. No, do you remember how many hairs we found? Yes, long. Don't black. forget about the gummy bears and the gummy bears. Yeah. Well, first of all, we first we started finding. We first started finding hairs. Then we just started looking for stuff. There was a green gummy bear. Stuck to the bathroom door on the outside of it. Then we start looking around. There's another one stuck to the floor under my bed. And wasn't there a third one? There was one on the plunger in the bathroom. Yeah, on the plunger. (laughs) This this sounds like a Japanese horror movie. (laughs) Because they know hair and gummy bears everywhere. And they were just like half melted and just like slimed on and just stuck there. Don't forget about all the pillows and the stains and everything else that was on the bed. Yeah, yeah. They taste though nasty. I didn't try. Were they still good? Haribo or it, like it took me it took me forever to find a blanket that because the one that was on the bed it did not it, like they always have like that comforter thing up there and I, staying in hotels with my mom growing up she always said never use that because I guarantee you they don't wash it and it goes on the floor and then they just put it right back up there so we'd always get blankets out of the closet or whatever. We went through a billion blankets at this place <laughs> trying to find one that was clean. I went to the next room next door because, I mean, it was like a large apartment or like almost like a house and got another blanket. It had like strawberry jam or something stuck to it. It's like, I'm just going to have to not use a blanket. Yeah, it <laughs> sounds like a tasty place. So, uh, like... Look, looked nice. You start looking around, wasn't nice. Yeah. Has, anybody, has anybody ever stayed at a place? You know, you've gone on vacation or you've gone on some sort of trip and... Like, you found a bed that was so comfortable, and then you come back home, and you're just spooled to it? Nope. No. No. I've ne- no. Yeah, never found sit. a bed. No, See, that, I always find mine. soft beds. I can't stand soft beds. See, yeah, a, like few, a, bed, yeah. a, a few weeks ago, rock, Haley so. and I went on vacation to South Carolina, and... You already talked about that. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> the <kidding>. bed. <laughs> the bed, dude. I it, I love a soft bed. So if I can sink, so you're mama bear. Oh, oh I that. You yeah. got to sink just, in. If I could sink into it, I could sleep forever. Because it, it keeps phobia. It keeps me from moving. Because <laughs> I'm moving hot. all over the place. My bed at home is stiff as a board. I sit on my side for too long, and like my my hip starts hurting. <laughs> yeah. Like you I feel like an old memory person. Foam. No, I feel that. I feel oh that. man, that nice. like I was spoiled to that bed, and I will. Probably never, ever have a bed that nice. No, you'll still in my home. You can't possibly <laughs> sleep in a bed somewhere else that you sleep It'd in as good as your own bed. Nope. Oh, that's that's a lie. The, the bed that I it have, just means Tate's never invested in a good bed. That's what well, the, the That's exactly I'm, it. The mattress I'm sleeping on right now, I think I got when I was a single digit age. I, I, I'm pretty sure I wasn't more than ten or eleven years old. I've been on that bed for fifteen years. It's broke in. Yeah, and it's not a good mattress. Broke but it's my in mattress. mattresses are not always a good thing. When the springs right. break inside of them. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's sad. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. It's, when you turn it into memory foam, it's, yeah. some, it's time to replace it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, moving on. Sports, sports segment. I heard this one today. I can't even talk about it without laughing. Okay. 
Okay, first of all, great sports are really they're trying hard to get sports back. I, mean, sports I heard there's the cardboard cutouts in baseball games and they're For like fans? Oh yeah, yeah there, to there represent fans that so that they, the players can play and see an I obvious. guess they they play cheers over the loudspeakers or something. I don't know. That or Just they let them play the game. Weird. Yeah. If these these multi-million No, they were people. selling cardboard cuz you could send your picture and they would make a cardboard cutout of you, that but you had to pay. Ridiculous. That's genius. But somebody, yeah, somebody smart. Somebody's like, oh, I want to be up there. So it's why. So it's 2020, but now the real games look like Madden from 2000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, we're but, getting we're getting the old turnaround. We're getting the old switcheroo. <laughs> Video games are better than the real thing now. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're playing baseball. We're trying to get basketball back going. Football. I. I are they? They're talking like it could happen. They're talking like it might not. Because, yeah, we finished the last season. Super Bowl happened. So, yeah, yeah, they're talking about having it. Anyway, one of the main things going on is the Redskins haven't changed their name. They have. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have you heard what they're going to be called? The Washington football team. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was what I was going to talk about. Now, the reason. Can we not come up with something better than that? This is like they are are leaving it open to call themselves something, but. People have been calling them the Washington football team because the announcers don't want to get grief for being racist by, by saying the Redskins. Redskins. It's not like they just – people complain so much that the news or the television channels are just like, just don't say the Redskins. So they're just calling them the they're Washington, calling the Washington football, football team. So now the team's like, yeah, okay, yeah. They're we'll, just going to embrace we'll, it. We're going to be – the only football team in the league. Football team. So we're going to say, uh, yeah, and this this weekend on, on Sunday night football. Uh, the football team scored. Yeah, we've, we've got the Miami Dolphins versus the football team. Or the Dolphins versus the football team. You can't call – I mean, you're going to have to just call them Washington. That, yeah, yeah that's, that's Washington versus Miami yeah. instead of saying, you know, yeah. Dolphins versus – It's just – it's, it's going to be a football placeholder. Team. They'll just say I Washington. wish they would buy the rights from Vince McMahon – for the team name that he had during the XFL that failed because of COVID, uh, the DC Defenders. That is super awesome. That is Forget nice. Get Washington because everyone thinks, oh, it's up there in the Northwest when actually it's the it's yeah yeah. I always think DC Washington. State Washington. Is it is it Washington? Yeah. The DC yeah. Defenders. I thought they were really considering good. a name from uh, uh, what is it? What's that movie with Keanu Reeves where the the the, re- the rejects? No, where they played like the, the repl- second. Oh, the replacements. The replacements. Yeah, their name. I thought that's they were probably considering- just a joke because that's a really bad football team. <laughs> They're really bad. Oh well. Well, I I, I was listening. Is that to a the- real football team? No, I'm talking about the Washington team is really bad. Oh okay. Well, yeah, yeah well, that- it's a joke. I was listening to the to the Brilliantly Dumb show today, and uh, it's great. You should listen to it. Robbie Berger. Shout out Robbie Berger. I've shouted him out before because it's the best podcast out there. Anyway, he was talking about it. He said, as if it, they weren't bad enough. He said, the Redskins, what do they have? He said, what what have they ever had? He named one player that was pretty good back in the day, I guess. He was like, so instead of just, he was always saying, they ought to be taking advantage of this because they can wipe the slate and just start over. They no longer have to be the same. But then he was like, as if it wasn't bad enough they had to change their name, they've come up with the Washington football team. <laughs> Football team. They are calling this a beta name, and they're okay. I'm I'm glad it's it's just a placeholder. I've even like teams. I was just thinking about this. Teams that have a name that is not a something's like not a plural, like the Crimson Tide. Mm -hmm. What what are some other ones? Like that's stupid. I've always thought that's stupid. And then your mascot's an elephant, right? The Crimson Tide is um, because. 
uh, something to do with the way they their 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 team moved back in the day, where they looked like just one yeah. wave of red. Yeah, that's what it was. But but teams like that mascots that are, have to have you have to have a mascot. I like it to be a something like you a, want it to be a red wave. The Raiders, the well, the Crimson Seahawks. Tide is more of a Go Seahawks. Yeah. yeah, that's not really what their what their actual. Um, I, um, not icon. They're a mascot. It's not their actual mascot. That's just what they're referred to as, though. As, right. As far as I know. Yeah. Well, that that is what I mean. The Crimson Tide. I mean, that's their name. That's their. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the Alabama their, Crimson Tide. I am yeah. not um, an authority on sports. But but there's there's other ones that are like that. <laughs> I mean I mean you, when you go to baseball, you've got you know it shouldn't just be a noun. You've got some weird like the Nationals. You've got the Black Sox, the White Sox. Well, uh, yeah, but still, that's Black all Sox. a thing. That's a, I didn't mean Black Sox. I mean Red Sox. What are, what's Jesus. the Black Sox? The Black Sox and the White what Sox. What is the Black Sox? What? I got that from somewhere. <laughs> Just cut that out. What is the mascot for yeah, the White Sox? Is it, isn't the White Sox mascot a baseball head? Big yeah. baseball. What's the Red Skull? The Red Skulls. The Red Sox mascot. I don't know. Baseball, baseball ones are where they deviate. Like we they'll have a little mascot dude that has nothing to do with their team yeah. name. Mm-hmm. They should start using D and D names for football now. Just go ahead and fully integrate. <laughs> the, the, the Washington, Washington. Kraken. <laughs> Washington Black Cloaks. Just remember, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just remember when you're watching the Washington Krakens to crack open a cold one. With the boys. It's Monday Night Football, y'all. Sponsored by Kraken. (laughs) (laughs) Beware the high seas. It's great. Kraken is not an official sponsor of this podcast. I hope they can play. Yeah. If they don't. Not a football fan, but football's good. If football doesn't come back, cable's done. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. This may be the end of satellite and cable. Oh, yeah. They're overcharged for too long. I don't know how satellite's still in business. Because people just because people just don't realize, and they have obviously got the like country. Hey, homes. To be fair, I don't have good enough internet not to have satellite. Right? That, yeah, yeah they're making their money off rural America, country. and that's probably the reason we don't have good internet out here. Yep. They've cornered it. You it's know, a monopoly. My wife, my, my wife tell me that you know for every for every stupid law that you find, there is a there's an activist group behind it. <laughs> that, yeah, in all honesty, true. like There's like, a- and and we got onto this um, onto this subject because like when you think about like, and listen, I understand the need for a seatbelt, but seatbelt laws. You have people that absolutely have to put on a seatbelt when they get in their cars, but you have people driving, uh, you know, motorcycles without helmets. Right. You know, true, it's yeah. not safety is well, not the key. If if motorcycles are street legal, then safety's not the key. Mm-hmm. Right. Seatbelt law is just a way for the government to, little bit by little bit, control us. Well, not just not just government, but like automotive industries too. I mean, mm-hmm. if you think about it, like, you know, who who has to gain from a a registered a government registered vehicle? You have to have a seatbelt in it. If you Unless have if you have so many regulations, license. if you have so many regulations on your motor pr- transportation, who has to gain from that? The people that have already established our modes of transportation. You can't have anybody breaking into it. Like, um, like I used to work building side-by-sides. You have to put a ton of money into them to get them street legal. They're not street legal right off the bat because there's so many regulations on, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about it, you know, why wouldn't a side-by-side be an okay? Why, why couldn't you drive a, a Honda Ranger side-by-side on the street? Because 
there are things that you can't regulate on that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Rules are weird. They who, are. who? Why? Who has the right to tell me at two in the morning at a red light where there's not a soul around that I have to sit there for the full two minutes instead of just going through and going on my way home when there's no one around? That's such a good point. Like, just, why? I mean, is, I've run them before. I've done it. I, I probably have too, but like, you think it like just even in the middle of the day. Right. You pull up to a red line. There's no one around because is, you'd, have, you'd have idiots running up there, not stopping at all because they didn't see the person that could. Yeah, be around. or they. Don't it's care. more about who could be there. I guess. So what you're saying is we're stopping uh, natural selection from taking. Well, off. you could kill. <laughs> yeah. You could kill somebody that's Society not stupid. Is, is developed around. I, I'm telling you, it, you have rules in place for people that are stupid enough to break the rules. It's right. because people aren't smart. It's just like right. why they have to put warnings okay. and stuff on things. Okay, so why do you not support wearing a mask? Yeah, that's no, I don't. I, <laughs> no, I just don't think you should have to. Well, then you shouldn't have just to like stop you shouldn't, red light. You shouldn't have to wear a seatbelt. No, wow. it's a, if it's about my own safety. Well, that's, that's what no, you no, no, that's not that's not what a mask is. The mask is no, for your that's own what that's what they say, the, right? The right. mask is for you to not spread it. To supposedly, others. yeah, and that's why. I mean, I'm wearing one because they tell me I have to. I'm wearing it. I mean, right. I don't think you should be able to tell me that. I try but to. You shouldn't be able to a tell lot me. Of people are not. When I'm not wearing a seatbelt, what what? I'm the one at risk. I'm not putting anybody else at risk I, by not yeah, wearing Unless a your body flies into their vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> and kills them. You're going to become I guess a that's projectile. True. I guess well, that's true. I think we should wear seatbelts. I know, I know I've had this discussion with people before, and one of the things that was presented to me is if you're not wearing a seatbelt and you're driving recklessly and someone else hits you and you die as a result, if you we'll say you were, we'll say hindsight if had you worn a seatbelt you would have survived your death is now on that other person's conscience whether it was your fault or their fault but i mean that was that was about as close as i can remember that conversation getting one out because i asked the same thing i was like when it's only my life at risk why should i wear one i mean i guess i mean i do care about my life but when i'm making like you know mundane trips i don't like to i've i'm definitely been more on top of it here lately in fact my girlfriend just got mad at me today about it because I was on the phone with her, so and she's like, "Oh, and by the way, I hear that blinking. You're not wearing your seatbelt, are you?" I was like, oh, <gasps> uh. "I'm so sorry." <laughs> no, I'm just low on gas, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I promise I wear my seatbelt. I, I try to wear it. That's just I just I, I struggle with those short trips when I know I'm going a block away, yeah. and. I don't know. It's just, this is what I've always talked about it with people. Is the what's you ironic know, is you're more likely to die a mile from your home than I know, anywhere else. That, because well, you're, you spend you're the most time, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and also that's where you can let your guard down. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's this whole. Why are we talking about this? That's what came up. Yep. Uh, Why is Tyrell is, not talking at all this episode? I've been. <laughs> Barely. I've been listening while talking though. I guess we got yeah, here because of stupid laws. That is a pastime yep. of of high school. Students. You know, it's illegal to put ice cream cones in your pocket in Oklahoma. Do you know it's illegal to throw a moose out of an airplane in Alaska? That sounds actually seems like it's something you should be illegal. But, <laughs> I mean, but why do they make a law about out? it? There is, I believe, it's Massachusetts. It's illegal to wear slippers after a certain time of day outside oh yeah. for some weird reason. Well, that's a great rule. Yeah. Maybe you could keep these. I'm not saying hey, these I'm a, spread of I'm a sandals guys. I was going to say these dang say? these dang women that walk out of their house in a in a 
not any clothes because they think it's their pajamas and they just got to run to Dollar General and they're wearing their slippers and a That's pair of shorts. That's People of Walmart dot com. And a tank top and no <laughs> bra and they weigh three hundred pounds. <laughs> I mean, that's another thing, though. We could get into this whole big old thing, all right? But, like, I've seen... I, I, I've i worked at a, a at a gas station where I've had old, grungy old men come in with their shirt buttoned up to their belly button just, you know, and, like, nothing underneath, just hair and skin. Oh. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know... I don't want to see that, uh, but like they, they're fully within their rights. Well, I guess so. Uh, well, my, my cousin the other day, she works at Walmart. Mm-hmm. She said that she, I can't remember if she'd been out at lunch or what, but she comes in to it, walking past the electronics department, and there's an old guy in there st- standing there. She said he had his hands on top of his head, wasn't wearing a mask, which you have to to get in Walmart now, wearing nothing but a yellow Speedo. No, then I, I must have broke in the other day then because I sure went to Walmart two days ago with no mask. Well, I forget to carry one in my car. They, uh, anyway, they were trying to get him to leave or put something on or whatever, wouldn't leave. The manager was on the phone with the cops over an old man in a speed. <laughs> Good Lord. Anyway, I've forgotten masks. The one in Heber gives out free masks. The one in Mountain View is like, you can buy a box inside. <laughs> I see people though still not wearing masks though in Walmart yeah, and stuff. A lot, a, no a lot more people are though. It's because a lot of these locally, excuse me, a lot of these um, local police um, departments, you know, sheriff's offices, whatever, they have made their vows online that they will not. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which is hilarious to me that, like Concord, the the. You know, we most of us either grew up around or went to there. school in Concord. What got pulled over there? I'm sure. It was <laughs> oh, everybody, grandpa. dude, they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. They were at least, but like, it's it's this town of 296 people. Okay, and, and this guy, he's a police officer, and I guess he's the police officer in Concord. He goes, "My name's blah blah blah, and I'm the uh, I'm the uh, what was it that he said." I'm the sheriff? chief of police, a Concord. It was that guy. He did say chief of police. He said chief of police. It's oh, like, dude, chief. you're like, you're an army of one. <laughs> you're the only one here. <laughs> I declare myself the chief. <laughs> I would say Jimmy Tate was more of a chief than that. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Constable. Man, oh, constable, he, uh, he'd get calls he from was, all over. He was the nightmare constable that no one wanted. He took his job serious. Man, no. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I remember. Probably the best constable ever. I remember. Because he actually was, did something. There was a friend of mine uh, Just in annoyed school. annoyed people. Yeah. <laughs> Pull you over. There was a friend of mine who actually got. come get you. He yeah. got pulled over <laughs> in, like, in between Concord and Pleasant Plains for going 70 in a 55. And uh, my grandpa, the constable, he pulls him over and says, listen, what you're doing is dangerous. I can't I, write I, you a ticket. He, he, goes, he goes, that was that, that was just stupid, but I'm going to write you a ticket for speeding, not reckless driving. And like, like cut him some major slack because he was going like, what? I didn't what think is that? Could he write tickets? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought he had to wait for a cop to get there. I don't believe. Um, I think he he gave him a ticket is what I was The police departments that don't have a quota but often have a quota, they'll call. Like, I know um, 
city police in my area, they'll call the state department and let them take it if they if it's near the interstate and let them get it. I know that happens a lot. It might and be he, that he was also deputized. He was, I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anything else we want to discuss? Yeah, well, I mean, we went way off trail here. Yeah, let's just let's just shut this thing down and record another one. Yep. <laughs> Anything else? Coming right back at you with episode 13. Oh, boy. See you in a second. Huh. And that's a cut. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Say It in Common with the Commoners of D&D. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Commoners Official so you never miss an episode or anything else. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Commoners, for even more exclusive content. We'll see you next time.